Welcome to Awake to Oneness Radio. I am Caroline Chang, your host. The mission of Awake to Oneness Radio is to inspire the world to awaken to the universal truth of oneness. Now, science is teaching us that everything is energy, and that energy is interconnected and interconnected dependent. In essence, that energy is one thing. Now, ancient wisdom and spirituality has been teaching the truth of oneness for eons, and science is now catching up. But this is not even new science. This science is over a hundred years old. So when mankind wakes up to the truth of oneness, that whatever you do to another person, you're literally doing to another aspect of yourself, there will be peace on earth. Today's show topic is the gift within us with Marianne Bohr. Marianne, welcome back to Awake to Oneness Radio. Thank you, Caroline. It's such a pleasure to be here. I love your show and, and your whole perception of everything is really right on. Thank you. Thank you so much. I just, I, it's, it's a passion. I just do you know, we were talking uh, before we got started recording. I just follow Spirit's guidance, and this is where Spirit has led me, and it is truly a passion. So please, now, I know we talked, now we talked, last time we would talk, it was before the pandemic. It was early March, wasn't it? Or was it, it was late February. I, whatever it was, it was, maybe it was early March. My book came out on March 20th. Okay. So actually talked prior to it to even it. being available. Exactly. Why now it's good because anyone can go on amazon.com or barnesandnoble.com and find it easily. But back then you were probably the first person that interviewed me. So yes, yes, yes. I do remember. And you might be right. It might've been late February. I know it was all before all hit the fan. Yeah. You know? So right. uh, I'm so glad to have you back. So now please tell us more, like, um, you know, give us still, even though people may not have seen, some of my audience may not have seen the first show. So give us a little uh, back history on how you got to writing this wonderful book. Yes, my, my book is about intuition and, and hoping that more people are open to their own intuition. But how I got here is kind of interesting. I'm a public relations person by trade. And I lived and worked in New York City. Thank goodness I'm not living there now. Okay. <laughs> about, about, it's a tough place right now. Uh, for about 14 years. And while at one public relations firm that I was in, a client came to me in 1997 and said he was erecting this giant digital clock uh, in midtown Manhattan, counting down the days and seconds and minutes to the year 2000, called the Millennium Clock. And okay. he wanted me to get national media attention for this giant clock on 34th street well i thought how am i going to do that and you remember people were scared to death of y2k i remember y2k yes Year i 2000, do it's going to be we're all going to the computers are all going to stop working and our lives are going to end well yeah. people were scared to death so this client asked me to get press i thought how am i going to do it it's a clock but i realized i had the inspiration to find very highly gifted psychics mediums and okay. invite them to this event and do a press event, which I did do a press conference a thousand days before the year 2000. Awesome. I did it at a restaurant uh, in midtown Manhattan where the clock was going, was actually up at this point. And um, I had these very gifted people, 
Uh, I was going to be lazy and just get storefront psychics. I wanted people that were really gifted. And I had 24 really gifted people. I sat them speed dating style at different tables in this restaurant. And 75 journalists showed up to cover this event, which is very unusual, wow. uh, including the Wall Street Journal, CBS, mm -hmm. CBS Evening News, and of course, Entertainment Tonight and Inside Edition and all those. And each journalist got to spend three minutes with each gifted person. And okay. they could... They could ask uh, world event questions, celebrity questions, or personal questions. Mm -hmm. And I mentioned this story for a couple of reasons. Uh, yes, it did get enormous amounts of national and even global press. But the guy from the Wall Street Journal came up to me at the end, and he was shaking, and his face was just pale. And he mm -hmm. said, Marianne, I confess, I came here to make fun of these people. Oh my! They God, were yeah. so accurate that I'm still in shock. And the other reason I mentioned it is because... I ended up becoming friends, close friends, and still am with a number of the gifted people. Okay. And, and I felt like I'd found, you know, my family. Yes. And over the years as a communicator, as are you, I mean, these people are communicators also, they were mistreated in the media, misperceived yes. as, oh, they've got to be fakes or charlatans just taking people's money or woo woo or whatever, just discounting them, which annoyed me because I knew personally that these people, many of them struggled with their gifts as children. Uh, yes. Some were bullied actually for being gifted. Some, some were supported, but, but many had to struggle. And today they help so many people and uh, it just annoyed me. So I started writing their chapters, stories about them, their stories, profile chapters. And I have 33 profile chapters of highly gifted people, psychics, mediums, and healers from uh, the US and around the world in my book. They're not short, they're like seven to nine pages, tells the story of their life, how they first realized they were gifted. Some were frightened by it. Some used it to their advantage in school to get you know, an ACE test. You know, there's funny stories. There's Some came to it very late in life, like Suzanne Giesman, who yes. you know, who is a very well-known medium now, but for her first 48 years of her life, she was a Naval commander yes. and rode on Air Force One and all that. And then her stepdaughter, who was pregnant, uh, got struck by lightning and killed. Um, and she suddenly was flooded with these abilities. So I, I have the, the stories of these people all very different in yes. this book. And I have their contact information, FYI. They're all super highly gifted, but also high integrity. But if anyone out there is looking to find someone who's excellent and will give them an amazing reading, that's who I have in this book because I know how hard it is for people to find truly gifted um, psychics, mediums, and healers. It's very difficult. I also have a chapter I wrote about how people with these abilities have been treated throughout history. Mm -hmm. Sometimes they were revered by kings. Yes. Sometimes they were persecuted for their gifts. Yes. Um, I also have a chapter where I interview scientists like Dean Radin and, and yes. Gary Schwartz and others yes. who are studying psychic ability, what's called psi, PSI, and intuitive yes. ability and all of this type of stuff, which I call them brave because in the scientific community, it's yes. a little better now, but for much of their career, they've been maligned and, and put down because it's a taboo to be studying right. these things when yes. in fact after a conference or something these men will rush up to the scientists and say i've had my own psychic experiences or this happened to me and so right. my book is about taking this out of this stereotype of new age things of all being about scary and haunted and and just blowing that stereotype out of the water it is yes. so old-fashioned yes. done we're tired of it 
it's the it's you know we talk about the form of communication that we have right. with the iphone yeah um, the internet i mean when i was growing up there were phones on cords and so yes we've advanced to this place of having this wonderful tools but right. little do people understand that the next step is really something that we all innately have yes. which is this gift within us which is intuition and um it's it does there's no cell phone bill it's free and we have amazing wisdom divine wisdom divine guidance from the powers that be i call them and uh, our guides whatever and we would do well to listen to them we're already getting those inspirations as you know we're getting those gut feelings those hunches uh it just came to me is what people will say well you know where it's coming from your loving entities guides beings that care about you yes and you can also not just wait till you get the gut feeling you can ask them for help mm -hmm. i'm at a crossroads what should i do and just i have six simple steps to do, to accessing your inner voice right. right because people think it's hard it's very simple but listening asking for help and listening is huge another big one is be humble take your ego down a few pegs and listen if you're full of ego and you think all of these brilliant thoughts that you're getting is only from your rational mind right you're you're not giving credit where credit is due for for example with the cover of this book which yes. is a simple white book like with a bow I love it. looks it's like a gift yeah. i would admit they gave that to me one day yes. i maybe had 20 working titles for this book right. um, each one more uh, than the next and <laughs> suddenly i hear the gift within us i'm like okay That's and they true. show me a gift which is the book which is a bow right i recognize that i got that from them and we're getting that type of thought a lot yeah not that i'm going to make meatloaf tonight maybe right but certain other things uh we're coming from them and i think it's kind of time we we develop that muscle as i finally have done that we right. understand that some of these amazing thoughts and insights we're getting inspirations are coming from them yes. and we, we need to open up this form of communication it's not scary you not don't necessarily hear any voices or see visions it's just as easy as a thought coming into your head exactly that's so true um like i like i say in the beginning of my show my awakening was science so everything that i'm grounded in has already been proven scientifically and and when you talk about if we think about in the year 1900 and and now we're in 2020 if you compare 1900 with today you took somebody if just went back in time and took someone from 1900 and brought them here they would think they're on an alien planet <laughs> No, this can't be Earth. You know, it's just so we can't be so limited. And now, so and I use the example of 1900 to today. Uh, it was it's speeding up. Yeah. That that change now that change from 1900 to today is now from today to the year uh, 2030. We're not going to recognize it. Yeah, we're not going to recognize 2030. Okay, so it's just because things are speeding up, and it is us. It's our, I say our higher self, whatever yeah. terminology, universe, God, whatever terminology, it doesn't matter what, what the words are, but it's, it's that connection to all that is, that is speaking through us. And I, just like you, every step I take now is directed by them. And most, all the time, I don't know where it's leading me. I just like, I know that it's directing me and like the name of my show, Awake to Oneness Radio, that came like your book, 
title mm -hmm. came from them. So did my the name of my show came from them. So it's all it's all divinely guided, and we all have that. You know what we do? We let our what I call the monkey mind. <laughs> I call it the monkey mind. We let the monkey mind get in the way. Yeah. yeah. Yes. So and the I, ego. Yes. Yes. And, and the ego. It's kind of like we live in a society where it's all reality TV. Some of our politicians are all about themselves. Yes. And we need to kind of realize that we're part of a collective group here. Yes. And we're all one. We're hearing that message. What's really brought us into that is the virus. Mm -hmm. I mean, we talked before the pandemic. Right. We have all been forced into our homes with our families, working from home, inside, looking inside ourselves, yes. realizing that we, I mean, you look at, it's Europe, it's Asia, it's everywhere, it's everywhere. that's yes. affected by this thing. So it's humbled us, yes. not by our own choice, yes. but the universe stepped in and said, you know, you've been left to your own devices for a while. You kind of have gotten into trouble. Yes. <laughs> you yes, need yes, to step yes, yes. in and it's time. And I think that, you know, if you learn to listen to your intuition, which we're all getting all the time, you'll be delighted by the fact that even if you're just thinking about yourself, Yes. you'll be guided to more personal success, personal mm -hmm. happiness. Yes. So when you get to those crossroads about a job or a relationship or whatever, you can tune in and yes. you'll get those answers. Now, I will say there are times in our lives because uh, human life is a school. Yes. Our souls are meant to, to grow. There will be times when we might not get an answer mm -hmm. because it's called what a friend of mine called the desert of the soul. Okay. You might need to struggle uh, for a time or things might be stalled so that we can kind of deal with it. Like if your kid skins their knee, yes, they learn. But most often in my experience, if you ask for guidance and help, yes. answers do come. Maybe somebody calls you out of the blue or you see something on a billboard. I don't even know. It's, it's come right. to me in so many different ways. ways. Exactly. And, and, and often with humor, I mean, yes. they're very funny. Um, but yeah, we, people understand it's almost like a little bit of a superpower. Mm -hmm. uh, some of the most successful titans of industry admit that they have followed their intuition and that's how they got the light bulb turned on. Yes. You know, they, they got the inspiration and then they were busy at making it happen. Yes. But um, it's still a taboo to really give credit where credit is due. And I'm like, just get over yourself. <laughs> yes, it, that is so, it's so true. It's just... It's, and we all have those inspirations and we like to push them aside and ignore them, but, and they will still come back because when, when our, our higher self, our spirit team wants to get something across to us, it, it keeps on. But also I say all the time, our greatest challenges, and this is very hard to wrap your mind, your monkey mind, your human mind mm -hmm. around what I'm about to say, but our greatest challenges are our greatest blessings because mm -hmm. it's those challenges that, like you said, you call it a school and, and those challenges that we have help us to grow, help us to graduate to the next level, help us to get there. And so our greatest challenges are truly our greatest blessings, but from our limited uh, human mind, we don't, we see it. Oh my God, why do I have to go through this? But no, it, it is totally a blessing in disguise. Yes, I know. And it's funny because I have a daughter who's 19 mm -hmm. and 
when you have a little one, it's just such joy. I mean, yes, they do crazy things and you have to change their diapers and run after them. But right. when they get to a certain teenage year, you say, nobody told me this when I had a baby. <laughs> it gets, <laughs> any parents out there can understand. Yeah. Sometimes there's this like, they're meant to start to become individuals and push you away yes. and they can be challenging. And, but I've learned even with the challenges, my daughter's wonderful, I'm very blessed. She's, yes. she's a great girl. However, during those difficult times when they're separating and we're at odds, yes, I've learned from her, even yes. though it's been painful for me sometimes. So yeah, even in just being a parent or being yes. a spouse or whatever, we do have these challenges come up, but we're better for it. Exactly. If, we learn, if we close off and demand that we're always in the right and don't listen, maybe you're not going to graduate. Maybe right. you're going to live your life in like a bubble. Like you, yes. You need to open up and learn. And, and if you really love your child uh, or even love yourself, you're going to want to let that come in and open. And one thing I wanted to say also, if your rational mind, if you're going to say move to another city or whatever, and your rational mind is telling you this, but your gut feeling is way over here. Yes. You would be wise to listen to the gut feeling. Yes. Because you can just barrel through like a railroad and go with your rational mind. Right. Sometimes you're going to find that, uh-oh, maybe uh -huh. that wasn't the right path, you know? Exactly. And like I said, I believe, and I, I, I know, because there is, I say sensations come from three places, the mind, the monkey, what I call the human consciousness, the gut, but also the heart. Um, for me, it, it, this is where I feel it. I feel it right here in the center of my chest and my, and my heart chakra is where I get that wisdom. And so I think the three areas of our body, which has chakras, you know, the energy wheels, um, we, get, we get inspiration. For me, I, I filter everything through the heart. Mm -hmm. and, and it's like, and it's like, it's, to me, it's right now, it's, it's just a knowing. When I know it, I'm like, okay. And I may not know why, but I'm like, okay, I got it. I'm going to do it. I'm just going to follow in that, in that path. And, and I find that my higher self gives me one step at a time. It's like, okay, I'm yeah. not going to give you the next step till you take <laughs> that first step seriously. So, and, and I believe our higher self and our soul team will always, even if we decide to barrel through, go not listen to our heart and our gut and just barrel through, we still end up, it's still, it's like, okay, let them go. Let, you know, our higher <laughs> self's like, okay, she knows best, let her go. But then we'll still end up where we were supposed, it may take longer because in spirit, there is no time. Right. So it may take longer for us to get there, but we will, they will continue to direct us in the path that we are supposed to be on. Exactly. And, and I'll, you're exactly right. And although your audience listeners are probably very um, informed already, I was told uh, when I've been on other shows sometimes that some of the listeners think, well, that's for them to do. I can't do that. Mm. And what I want people to know, as I mentioned to you before, um, I wish I was a really strong meditator, but I'm a white knuckler. I'm always busy doing this or that. And so they would have to get me when I'm just waking up or in the shower, or I joke, bang me over the head with a rubber mallet or something. <laughs> I've learned to develop that muscle now. But, um, and while I do think meditating and, and holding, uh, you know, focusing on chakras, holding crystals, all that has great value. Yes. You don't have to be good at any of that. And right. my six simple steps, I outlined just various basic things you can do. But um, one thing that I noticed is that 
remember the Wizard of Oz? I think I mentioned to you, this to you last time. Dorothy wants to get back, you know, she goes to Oz to try to get back to Kansas and she has to go with the flying monkeys attacking her and then the poppies falling asleep and all that crazy stuff she has to go through. And she finally gets to Oz and right. the poor wizard cannot get her back to Kansas. Right. And beautiful Glinda comes down in that beautiful bubble and right. says to her, but Dorothy, you've always had the power to go back to Kansas. Yes. You just wouldn't have believed me. Yeah. And, and she goes back and I mean, she taps her heels that she's there. That's something that my guides gave me to write in, in this book. It's in the afterward. Yes. It's so simple. It's right at our fingertips. You don't have to be a special person with special abilities. You just need to be humble, listen and trust. Yes. And, and realize that it's coming from a loving place. Yes. They, they're rooting for us. They really want us to succeed. Yes, okay. yes, yes, yes. People, people don't quite understand the amount of love that's coming from them. And also they're brilliant and they're funny. Yes. So it's like you have this major resource right there. Yes. Yes, yes. It doesn't mean, like I said, that you're going to, you said every step you take, I think not every single step I take is, is coming from them. I mean, right. my major pathway is, but right. I will say on a daily basis, I know I'm getting these inspirations. And just right. if you're waking up in the morning or in the shower, a lot of people relate to that. If, yeah. if you get a thought that isn't, you kind of are aware it's not yeah. from your rational mind. Yes. Follow it. Try yeah. that. You'll see it, it, it can make a very positive difference in your life. And if you're stumbling, that's another reason I have the contact information, the websites or phone numbers or e email addresses of the gifted people. Right. You can contact one of these people if you want. Yes. And sometimes I say that a, one small session with one of these truly gifted people can wipe out the need for, say, me two years of therapy. Yes. Just clears all the cobwebs and can clarify it for you. And, and it's very hard to find very gifted people. That's why their contact info is there. Right. I mean, you can go out and find a person that calls themselves a psychic or medium. I would say people all think, oh, they're all fake. No, I think a tiny minority, I've never really met a super fake person, okay. I think, but they're out there, I guess. But the right. vast majority of people are well-meaning, but mediocre. They're mm -hmm. picking up your hopes and dreams and fears. They mean well, but maybe the advice isn't the best. The people in my book and other super gifted people are picking up information from the source. Right. And I use the analogy, we all can sing. Yes. How many people can sing like Adele? I mean, right. not many. Exactly. So I use an analogy because I teach piano. So oh. I use an analogy. Everybody can learn to play a piano, but not everyone has that just can play like Liberace, you know? So yes. Or even, do you ever watch Stephen Colbert? On late show, probably you don't watch a lot of TV, but yeah. he has this wonderful piano player that, I mean, I, I played piano for years. I could never do what this guy does. It's okay. just the level of ability. And that's with these people. They're very regular down to earth people. And when people have read my book, they say, you know, Marian, when they read their stories, some of these people uh, are divorced. Some mm -hmm. are in abusive relationships. Right. They're regular people with regular issues. It doesn't mean that their lives are perfect. Right. But they just have this strong gift and ability to tap in in a very deep way. That's not to say that we don't all have that gift. They right. just have it kind of in spades. Some are mediums. They talk to our deceased loved ones. Some can't do that. Some right. just get predictions about our futures. It's all over the map. But right. every single last one of us, 
I don't care what religion you are, if you're religious at all, it transcends religion. We all have the ability to tap in to this divine guidance and wisdom just by listening to our inner voice. Yes, very true. And and I know we're we're kind of society teaches us to think, oh, it's just little old me, but that you're not. You are connected to all that is. Like you said in the beginning, it is all one. It is just it's source and we're all plugged into source. And if we, like you say, I said, quiet the mind. Now I, I'm not the greatest meditator in the world. I enjoy <laughs> meditating. And I, I actually enjoy meditating at the lake. So out when I'm outside at the lake and I put, and I'm going camping this weekend. So yeah. I, I put my feet, you know, on the bare ground on mother earth and the lake, I'm just, I'm in heaven. That's mm -hmm. my, my little bit of heaven. And I can really get into a, a deep med meditation. But when I'm I at home, I try to give it five to 10 minutes of my time. But then I'm like, you was like, I got this to do and that to do and this to do. But uh, yeah, so and whatever flows, whatever works for whoever, because exercising is a meditation. Yeah. When I do my power walk, I'm meditating. So it's 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 a moving meditation. And actually, I like this. When you're truly focused in the now and living your life, it's that's a meditation. So every now moment can be a meditation if you're focused in the now moment and really focused on what you're doing. That's a meditation. That's a form of meditation. Well, it's interesting because I used to go to the gym five days a week. And of course, with the pandemic, right. I'm not going. So I, I need to be physical. So um, I don't run because I don't want my knees to get bad or anything. Yes. So I would get up. I live next to a beautiful park and golf course. Okay. So I would get up very early in the morning when the sun was just coming up. And I'd walk for a half hour, 45 minutes through this beautiful park. And I had my iPhone and I thought, well, I'll listen to some show. I don't turn it on because the sounds of nature, the beautiful sun rising, the sky, I feel so overwhelmed like yeah. you with yeah. the spiritual like connection. And yeah. I'll even have a little conversation with them. Yes. You know, I'm, maybe yeah. I have an issue with the book or I need to do, and I'm, oh, can you help me here? Yeah. I mean, it's just so funny. Um, that, but that is a beautiful thing. And I'm not, even when this is over, I'm not going back to the gym to the okay. degree that I did. Okay. I just bought uh, heavier clothes to do go walking because it's like 30 degrees in the morning now. Yes, so yes, I'm yes. out there, but I'm with you on that. I, I, You don't have to be really good at that kind of thing. But I will give you a couple of the simple steps if it's sure, okay. Sure, definitely, please. I've said them already, but quiet your mind. Even those of us that are white knucklers, just take a deep breath and just like, if you've ever had a decision to make, like, are we going to move or whatever? I know instinctively you already do this for you. Just, you get quiet for a second to see what you're gonna be feeling about that. That's really intuition, but yeah. quiet your mind. Let it, let it quiet just for a minute and be humble and take your ego down a couple pegs. Hard to do for many people, essential right. to this process. Yes. Uh, trust your gut, which is again, your rational mind's telling you this, your gut's telling you that. You, you feel safe with your rational mind because this is more outside of your experience, you'd be wise to listen to the gut feeling. Yes. The other one, ask for help. Again, we if you've been raised in faith, you've been told, you know, ask and you shall receive. Yeah. But how many of us really believe that if we're asking or praying for help, I mean, it's like holding a phone. You're, you're praying, yeah. you're saying, I need help with this, I need help with that. Maybe you're wondering if anyone's on the other side, if they're uh, listening, if you're being yeah. foolish, whatever. What my guides have told me is that they also 
have a phone and they're yearning to connect with us. Okay. Ask for help. If you think the powers that be, the universe is just too busy to be care about you, you would be wrong. Right. They're here to guide us. And we just need to understand that we are worthy of receiving that guidance. Don't right. feel that you're too unimportant to them. It's the right. Well, that's like I said, that's a society thing where we're, we're kind of from birth. We're programmed to think we're not. Right. Oh, but we are where the thing is there's so much there's so much love coming from them to us because we are a part of them they know this we don't know that we are a part of them you know they know our they know the connection we are the ones that have forgotten our connection and we are it's just you know we get into the mindset oh i'm just little me i'm you know when you're so much more you know they say young children are very pure in that way. And then yes. we get up and it gets beaten out of us and we're not beaten, but you know. But we're programmed. I like that programmed. word, programmed out of us. Yeah. Can't believe it. And and really uh that's part of the human condition is we're wiped clean. Okay. Mm -hmm. We stumble along and we try. But um yes, it's very important to know that we're loved very much and that they're they're there to help us. The last two are be open mm -hmm. and believe that we're not alone in this world. I mean we see us, we see our friends and our partners and our family and we see television we don't understand that there's this whole other enormous massive field of energy of beings our higher self greater good god the universe whatever that's there because right. we can't see it don't yes. we're not alone we're being right. helped all the time and i mean right. someone said to me if you listen to your intuition are you going to be harmed or led down the wrong path and my immediate answer was the opposite right they're looking out for us you're if you follow it you're not going to be, regret it truthfully exactly. so exactly. it's it's all positive the last thing is again be, become adept at hearing your inner voice i mean just when you get a thought that doesn't immediately make sense that you rationally believe it or thought of it take note of that take mm -hmm. note of the feeling that you got just like when you have gut feelings right it, it feels like it's coming from a different place yeah and you you can kind of over time immediately recognize oh like when people say it just came to me right 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 they they have wonderful ways of delivering information to us and just realize that it's not going to feel wildly different than a thought that's coming into our head that's why right. some of us can fool ourselves that oh wow i'm brilliant but <laughs> I, I do believe that it is a gift that's already there just recognize and and give a little uh give a little credit where credit is due and right. understand right. that we are being helped and yes. uh that will that will you'll the ball will start rolling you'll become even more in dialogue with them again mm -hmm. not necessarily chatting but uh it, it's like having this whole resource of amazing beautiful brilliant energy right there at our fingertips that right. any of us don't uh realize this ultimate form of communication if yes. nothing else that's what it is mm -hmm. and, and i think the virus has forced many people to really turn inward and explore that which is one to your point yes. things are very much accelerating now yes it's going faster and faster and i believe i've heard that light workers young babies and children are being born that yes. have this knowledge we have the other side they're coming through my book your show yes. all sorts yes. of other there's many people on the planet right now that are helping raise awareness about these things yes and then we get smacked with the virus so that also adds to but this. actually remember i had said that uh, what we call our toughest challenges 
Yeah. It's our greatest blessing. COVID-19 is the... I've been on cloud nine. See, I have, you haven't talked to me since this all started. Right. I've been in a state of bliss since yeah. this started because I look at everything from the spiritual perspective and I know that COVID-19 is our greatest blessing mm -hmm. because COVID-19 is the beginning. And I got this message and I can tell you the date it was mm -hmm. March 21st, 2020. We're wow. spirited, yes, March 21st, 2020. That's when my book came yes, out. Yes, yeah, I, I just that just remembered that. Yep. But that was the date where, where Spirit said to me, the mass awakening or the great awakening, which many people have heard of, has begun. And it became it began began March of this year with the COVID-19. So yes. it's it's truly a great blessing I know and, in, and I'm not saying as far as you know how I feel about um there to me there is no such thing as death you know my son is in spirit he's very much with me all the time people will say when I say that people oh I feel so sorry no, no. <laughs> I didn't lose anything you don't have to feel sorry for me <laughs> he's with me more now than he was when he was here in the physical so it's all good you know but so those people, I believe, and this is, you know, and I, again, I share what resonates is true for me. And I always tell people, go with what resonates as true for you. But what resonates as true for me, we are divine souls that mm. choose exactly when to come into this life experience and we choose exactly when to leave. So any, any um, soul that left in the last six months, that was their soul's choice to leave at that time. Um, so, but it's, it's truly, we, I'm just, I've been ecstatic for the last six, seven months. And I've been sharing that I was saying, because I know that the mass awakening has begun and things are going to really speed up now, really speed up. So, right. And even all of the discord on the political front, on yes. the racial front, on yes. so many fronts, it's not just our U.S. country that's having problems. Right, they're having problems in England. They're having problems all over the world. It's yes. like these this right, yes. and in a way to see the ugliness and to really look at it's teaching us something. Right, I think we're going to sprout the better for all of this. But maybe we had to go through some very rough, challenging times. Mm -hmm. So as much as I I feel it's very painful as we all do that we're having these fights um through that something beautiful is going to come i just feel well like not only that sweetie it has already started yeah. see here's the thing and you worked in media here's the thing right now more than any time in the history of media they're not showing you that side mm -hmm. i all i see is that side mm -hmm. i've been the last um month i've done 10 public speaking engagements for unity and peace convergence for the um, Peace Weekend. There's so many unity, talking at unity churches, there's so many things happening that the news is not showing you. That mm -hmm. unity is already starting. And, mm -hmm. and um, last year, September, Spirit gave me the theme for 2020, said 2020 is the year of clear vision. That was all I got, I got that two, a year ago. So I got that message, okay, all right. I, I, I know something different is gonna happen. I don't know what, but 2020 year of clear vision, I've already been given the theme for 2021, which is the year of unity. And at the, a few days after Spirit told me that 
2021 is the year of unity, I started getting invitations to speak at all of these unity and peace conferences. Mm -hmm. I mean, I did 10 in the last month. So it is happening, but that they don't show that on the mainstream news. And I did study journalism. Mm -hmm. If it leads, it leads. That is what they're showing. They're deliberately putting the masses globally, not just um, mm -hmm. in the US, globally in a state of fear. And that's intentional. But I is like, I'm like, I know what's going on. I see behind the madness and there's more coming together. Now, if you just watch the news, you would think, oh my God, the world is in chaos and everybody's fighting each other. It's the exact, the exact opposite is happening. People are coming together and waking up and coming together in masses. Well, and, and maybe because they're seeing all this divide, people are falling away from all of that fighting and quietly going to this place of unity. Maybe it took all this ugliness. Yes. People yes. to sign up. Yes, exactly. Exactly. Yeah, it, it definitely, definitely. Yeah, it's, it's, you don't have one without the other. And I always, you know what? I like to use the yin yang symbol which mm -hmm. is that symbol where you have equal white and black. It's, it's the shadow, it's yes. our shadow side and, our, and it's our light side. And, and what ha is happening, it's playing a dance. Yeah. The shadow and the light is playing a dance, but you in this realm that we're in, you don't have one without the other. Mm -hmm. You need the light and the shadow and they're, they're not separate, they're one and they're playing a dance. And, and when you understand that, all you do is smile at it, you know, you just like, ah, it's interesting. Because <laughs> the, the light always, because we're all from the light mm -hmm. and, and we, and people choose to play the role of the dark and, 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 and we've all done it. So that's where the non-judgment um, comes in because we've lived hundreds of lifetimes and we've all said, okay, so next time I'm going to play the bad guy, mm -hmm. you know? That's all it is. is and so we've all done it. We've all played the role of the light. We've all played the role of the dark. So when you understand that you don't have judgment, you just, and you know that in the end, it all goes back to the light. It's, I don't say it's light versus dark. I say it's light transforming our shadow. Individually, we have a shadow side and collectively we have a shadow side. So it's our light transforming the shadow side back the light from which it all came but i have to say that if you're in tune with your inner voice and your intuition yes that light is going to grow and grow and grow and yes. bigger your path's going to become much easier yes. your life's going to improve yes it, it's only positive so i don't know what happens to the shadow side it transforms, it transforms back to, because if we try to push anything away, you know, it, it comes back at us stronger. So mm -hmm. say we're trying to push our shadow side away. That's just, it's like, okay, she's pushing me away, but I'm going to come back at her even stronger. So yeah. it, gets, it, it actually, what we push against, we make it stronger. So when we understand, okay, I need to now embrace my shadow side so I can transform it back to the light, understanding mm -hmm. that there's no separation. Mm -hmm. so, yes, so, and that's, that's what we're doing. That is what we're doing individually and collectively. And now is the beginning. So next year, we're gonna see all of this unity that I am seeing already, we're gonna see globally. 
Yes. And do you think that some of the message that I've been given to share about listening to our inner voice yes. is going to be partly responsible for yes. unity because we're more tapped into that divine guidance and wisdom that we really would be wise to listen to. Yes, I, I agree. We each have our role to play. You have your, we each have a unique role to play. Nobody else can do what you're doing. Nobody, nobody on the planet. That was your role. And so we each have to, to guide our, our higher self. Our intuition will lead us to yeah. our unique role. So right. yes. And they'll be very happy. That's the other thing. Yes, if you are following that intuition and you're doing your, what you're passionate about, yes. um, it, you're in really respecting yourself, you're just going to go really fast and far. Exactly. If you're pushing against what you're getting message wise, yes. um, ugh, it's much more yes. of a struggle, a tug of war back and forth. It, it's so much less easy. It is. You know what I, I I I like to think of the ball uh, like say you, you have a, a a ball and you're in the pool and you're trying to keep that ball down you're, you're pushing that ball down now the natural thing the ball wants to do is go up to the top and float but yeah. we're we're what we're doing when we're not paying attention to our intuition is we're pushing that ball down and you yeah. have to put a lot of pressure on it to keep it down because it naturally as soon as you let go it pops right up to the top and it floats and it's like oh, okay now i feel good <laughs> that's the best analogy i could think of. i love that analogy yeah. and it's like go with the flow because yeah. if you're doing this other stuff that's against uh, you know just what your rational mind is saying yeah. but you're not listening it's so much harder it is. you're not getting to where you need to be and as you said earlier you're finally gonna maybe it'll take more time yes eventually you might end up there anyway right. but why not speed up the process a right yeah and, and and have fun doing it i just rather i'll never forget the time i was floating i was in the caribbean forget which island but oh white sand and i was just floating on my back and i'm like <laughs> oh my god this is just heaven it's like hey why not just let you know what all you have to do is let go and then and because i remember when i used to go i didn't i don't go to church anymore but when I, it used to be a, a saying let go and let god Mm -hmm. Just let go and let your higher self take you exactly where you're supposed to be. You don't have to put so much. It'll you'll be led. You'll be led without all that pressure, which is awesome. Yes. Yeah, it, it's amazing. But there is a lot of work still to be done, and and yeah. I can briefly mention sure. in the book this. It's a long story. I'll just say it in two seconds. No, you can get, give us. Well, I, I don't want to get into the. But I was um, writing a chapter for the book about great minds in history, like yes. Carl Jung and others who embrace uh -huh. intuition. And mm -hmm. my husband, who's a sweetheart, uh, but not really involved in my book. I right. mean, he's involved, he does medicine, that's his career, and he listens to music when he gets home. But okay. he called, it was a Saturday, February 13th, a couple of years ago. I'm in my office, it's freezing cold out, and I'm working on this chapter. And my husband calls me upstairs and he says, Marianne, Marianne, come up, I have something to show you. Well, I'm like, he never does this. I go up, he has all these quotes from Albert Einstein about intuition. And yes. I remember thinking, I had no clue that Albert Einstein was involved in intuition at, at all. Mm -hmm. And I, I said to my husband, that's fantastic. I said, why are you looking at these quotes? It made no sense. And he goes, 
I don't know, I just suddenly remembered that I had seen these quotes by Einstein and thought it would be useful. So I was totally puzzled, but I went downstairs and I'm Googling Albert Einstein and intuition. And I come to find at the end of his career, when he was already famous, he had a reading by a young woman in a limousine. They were on their way to an event sharing this. And she was a psychic. And he said, I was, I won't go through the whole thing, but he said he was fascinated. She knew things that nobody else knew that he was working on. And he wanted to share it with other people, his mm -hmm. colleagues. It was okay. amazing. And the, the psychic said that uh, Einstein was a brilliant energy and it was like looking at, you know, shards of blue light, not just uh, colors, but it was mm -hmm. amazing energy. But he was put down in an article in the New Republic, which is a magazine still exists today, by okay. a journalist who uh, heard about this story that Einstein embraced intuition and was making fun of him, basically saying, well, right. now if you're, you're, you're a psychic vaudeville act. I mean, you're giving credence to that. So anyway, I find this all out on the internet and I'm like, right. wow, this is exciting. Einstein was into this. So we go to dinner that night and we have a, at our famous little burger place and we drop our daughter off for a sleepover and yeah. we come home. I go to bed, get up the next morning. I'm barely clothed. I was about to take a shower. Yes. And this is Valentine's Day, which is February 14th, mm -hmm. Sunday. My daughter's at the sleepover. I go in half naked to check my email. The phone wow. rings, 820 in the morning. I grab the receiver. I'm thinking it's my daughter from the sleepover. Maybe she's right. having a problem. Right. And I didn't want to wake my husband up. So right. I, and this lady's on the phone that I had never talked to before. Mm -hmm. and she said, good morning. Um, I was uh, doing my morning prayers and meditation and I was directed to call you this morning and wish you a happy Valentine's Day by Albert Einstein. Well, I nearly lost my mind because what? Who is this person? Yes. And she starts telling me things like I'm a vessel of truth and that I've chosen the right people to involve in this project and that it's going to help many people. And it goes on and I'm taking notes and, and I stop. And I fortunately have a tape recorder here because I do a lot of interviews for my books. Yes. And I said, excuse me, stop for a minute. But who, what is, who are you? What is your name? And she said, Edna. And I thought, Oh, one of the people I'm supposed to interview next week, her name starts with an E, but I look it up and it's Aaron, not Edna. I said, okay. what's your last name? She says, Randall. And she said, and I, I said, Edna Randall, I Google it. And a story from the New York Times in 2003 comes up about mediums. Mm -hmm. Edna Randall was quoted, she's a, a medium that lives on Long Island. Okay. Uh, and I'm starting to piece together. She's a real person. And yeah. I said, do you even know my name? And she said, no, but I know one of your names is like my mom's name, Anne. And I said, do you know what I'm working on? She says, no, I'm sorry, I don't. But this is the one. I said, well, how did you get my phone number? Okay. My phone number, is Caroline, as you know, it's not only unlisted, but right. it's in my husband's name and his last name is different than mine. There's right. no finding my phone number. And she said, well, when Einstein was giving the message I was supposed to give to you from him, he also dictated your phone number. Mm -hmm. And he said it in sequence. He said the area code, the first three numbers, and then the last four. And the last four, she said, was 1309 and I'm thinking, ah, my number is 1389. But okay. she, before I could speak, she said, but he told me to take the zero between the three and the nine out and insert an infinity symbol, oh. which blew my mind. Yeah. And so then she says, well, let me give you the message he was, he wanted me to give to you. And by this time the tape recorder is on, but I'll just say the first sentence, yeah. her voice lowers and she says, madame, like who says madame anymore, but madame, I am still focused on the agenda of bringing humankind to the highest, best good. 
Think about that. Einstein yeah. is still focused on the agenda of bringing humankind to the highest best good. And then the message goes on and it's in my book. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then, you know, I, we, it's amazing. And yeah. basically very humbling, very brilliant message. So yeah. we, I, we stop and I, she says, I said, do you mind if I get your phone number? Can I call you tomorrow? Cause I'm a little bit overwhelmed with this right near number she lives on long island and i did call her the next day and we chatted she's a very lovely woman yes she used to be a medium but now she works in soup kitchens and helps disadvantaged children okay. but she also channels einstein nikola tesla and alva vanderbilt but anyway wow. we hang up i go in to take my shower at last and i look up at the ceiling and i say to them my guides can you tone it down a little bit this is more than i can handle Right. And I go in and take the shower. And then my husband gets up and I tell him about this. Yes. And he goes, well, maybe that woman wants to be in your book. Maybe she wants to be in. I said, she doesn't know what I'm working. She doesn't care. Right. Said, well, wait a minute. He said, she, Einstein contacted me first. Yes. Because the night before Valentine's Day, he was up there. He got these messages and he looked up these quotes. And we laughed because he was right. Yes. My daughter came home. She was 14 at the time. She comes home from her sleepover. And my husband says to her, hey, guess who called mom and wished her a happy Valentine's Day today? <laughs> Albert Einstein. And my daughter gave the 14-year-old eye roll because oh, maybe yeah. okay, my parents are crazy. He's yeah. seen it all with me. Yeah. So, so that's in the book, but it's, it's, it's I still get goosebumps. Yes. Just and I, was, yes. I thought I wasn't going to put it in the book because I thought people will think I'm crazy. No. But I just say, listen, read this. This has really happened. You can judge yeah. what you want. Yes. And I love that what he said to you because that's true. Um, see, we think we we're, we're so limited in our thinking. We think, okay, we're born, we're dying, that's it. <laughs> no, he's still working on what he was working on when he was here in the physical. Yes. So that's like, and we do the same thing. So you're going to be still working on this when you get there on the other side. So yeah. awesome, yeah. And like your your son and and yes. my deceit, my parents. I feel like they're the ones in the catbird seat. Yes. Like they got it all going on. But yes. my mom has come through. She's like, I look, I have a little tiny waist again. I have no pain. She has sciatica. And I look like I'm 32 and we're yes. having fun. And I'm like, wow, you've got it going on. And um, here yeah. we're down here toiling away. You know. Yes. So I think if anything, I always feel very joyful, like people have graduated when they pass. Yes. Oh yes. It's now, a transition and we, it should be a celebration. We shouldn't be, I mean, yes, we're going to miss their physical, but if, if we open up to our intuition, we still have that relationship with them. Absolutely. So yes, yes. Absolutely. My mom came through in a reading. My, my mom died two, a year and a half before my daughter was even conceived. Okay. And she came through in a reading with uh, one of the people in my book, I think Virginia Centrillo. I can't remember. I've the great people in the book. Yes. And she said, Oh, she said, uh, thank you for naming your daughter's middle name after me, which my daughter's name is Lily Marie. My mom was Marie. Okay. And she said, and I love the way you've decorated her room. Now, remember, mom died before I was even pregnant. And she right. said, I love the glow in the dark stars on the ceiling, which we got from a science center, which were there. Okay. And those beautiful butterfly appliques above her headboard, which wow. are there. Right. My mom 
sees it, sees it all going on. And they all, yes, they do. They know exactly what we're, what's going on in our life right here and now. Kyle has been in spirit now six years, but he knows exactly what's going on right now. And they can help us too. Yes. Give yes. us information. I mean, it's not to say that every deceased person is like standing over us, watching our every move. <laughs> no, they actually they have they live busy lives too. Very busy. They're still doing their stuff, but as soon as we think about them, they're right there. You know. Yeah. They, they really have a huge advantage over being human. Yeah. I, I have a chapter in my book called "My Memory of Heaven Before I Was Born." I won't go into it. It's short, but basically, I remember. Just before I was born, I remember coming into this giant airplane hangar and this gorgeous light was behind me. And I yeah. knew that was my loved ones and that was Evan. But yeah. I was going on a journey and I was holding the hand of this, I think it was an angel, an impossibly tall being with a white robe on. Right. Just didn't speak, but was emanating love. And I'm like the size of a toddler. And there's a line of all sorts of little soul beings in front of me with their impossibly tall beings yeah. going in this line. And, and all the beauty and the, all the light is behind me. And I realized I'm going on an adventure, yes. kind of like the first day of school. And I was filled with a little nervousness, but more excitement. Excitement. We got up to the top front of the line. Each person at the front of the line, the, the impossibly tall being or angel, would pick uh -huh. up a little soul being and put them on this huge, long, translucent slide. Mm. And when it was my turn, I was put on it. And the very next memory I have is laying in a stroller, you know, those flat strollers that loose like beds that, that we yes. used to have, not the yes, little yes. fair one. Yes, and I I'm, remember those. Yes. And I was born in June and it was summer. And I was looking up, I was snuggled in a blankie and I was looking up at the beautiful face of my mother and the clouds and the sky behind her as she's strolling me. And I felt so comfortable and I knew that I was now here. Right. And I thought that was just a weird dream I had as a kid, but no, it that's it. so cool. And I found out that there's a whole category of us who do remember yes. just before we came here. Yes. I forget there's a word for it, but yes. I, I write that chapter, but um boy, my memory, it was like I'm going to school, but yeah, and you were. Yeah, like you said, this is like a school. And you know what? Now I'm envisioning as you, because I'm envisioning as you're describing it, and I believe that white, you know, that white, um, what you call might be an angel. I believe that was your higher self. It, you know what? Somebody told me in a reading recently yeah. that my future self is yeah. looking back on me and is very proud of me oh, okay. of what I've been doing with, and I'm like, and she said, listen now, your future self wants you to understand all you're capable of doing and don't doubt anything and i'm like blown away yeah because we are on many levels yes yes so I, I don't know it could be it could be my my higher self yeah that's what it sounds like to me like your higher self and you're you're in your 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 lower self and he's like okay let me push you down the slide go into the world now <laughs> but i'll always be with you you know so your higher self is like pushing you down the slide and say, but I'll always be with you. I, I'll never they didn't left. have to push much. They just put us on and womb. But it was, um, it was exciting and I'll never forget the feeling, but that's why I have a lot now. If you lose a child through suicide or something, it, it's always tragic and difficult. Right. However, when you know and understand, I mean, I, I empathize, I feel for people with those situations, very tough, but right. the beauty that's over there, that's why when both my parents yeah. passed, yeah. Again, not tragically, but they were sick and it was hard at the end. Right. I felt so relieved for them. Yeah. I felt so happy for them. And when they've come through, that's exactly, they're like yeah. so 
happy and they're, it, they're I, I feel so comforted in right. knowing that they're in a really fantastic place. Here is where people ask if I believe in hell. I, I don't necessarily. Right. I believe that there may be different levels of heaven, but right. uh, we're human, we can't know. But right. when you talk about good and evil, you see a lot of evil here on yes. earth, on the human plane. It's yes, and what I say is though we create it though. We create, we, it, what, what we call hell, because I don't believe in a hell hell. Yeah. What we, it's not a place, it's a state of being. Right. So is heaven. Heaven is a state of being and hell is a state of being. And we, in each now moment, we can create heaven or we can create hell right here. Yeah, it's within our our power, and a lot of it has to do with loving ourselves. And I want to read um, one of the people I I ran this book by, and I interviewed for the book, is a man who is an archbishop, a Catholic archbishop named mm-hmm. Harry J. Flynn. He was our family priest when I was growing up. Okay, and he looked like Bing Crosby, you know, cute young <laughs> Irish guy with the ears, and yeah. and Father Flynn. Uh, my dad was a Methodist, and my mom and I and my siblings would go to church, and dad would be mowing the lawn. And then um, one, when I was about seven or so, my dad decided to convert to Catholicism. So Father okay. Flynn helped him do it. And Father Flynn uh, became a family friend for years. He went on to be a bishop in New Orleans and mm-hmm. then an archbishop in Minneapolis. And when I was almost done writing this book, I thought, I'm going to call Father Flynn. I mean, Archbishop Flynn. I haven't talked to him in years, but I wonder what he's going to say. Right. You know, is he going to say it's the work of the devil, you know, like uh, the whole religion thing? And yeah. I just was a bit nervous, but I thought I'm going to do it. So I called him, I told him about the book and to my shock and surprise, he said, Marianne, saints have these abilities. Jesus had these abilities. Wow. And and he said beautiful things, which are in the book in the first chapter of the new spirituality. I I quote him, he said, it's fine if you quote me. He said beautiful, gorgeous things about this. And on the back of my book, there's a little two sentence quote from Archbishop Flynn, who unfortunately, well, fortunately, whatever way you look at it, passed on in October of last year. Okay. But he, he said, this direct connection has always been available to all of us. Yes. Some receive this guidance through prayer, some through meditation, and others by simply listening to their inner voice. This sentence is amazing. We all have access to divine wisdom. It's just a matter of knowing and trusting that we are loved and worthy of receiving that guidance. So it's just about saying, I'm worthy, bring it on. Yes, that is so true. That is so, and I'm so glad you didn't get that because I, like I said, I was active in church for many, many years. Mm-hmm. And when I was ready to, to leave, I, I was a little concerned because I was like, well, I have so many friends. Mm-hmm. And I'm thinking, but then Spirit said to me, well, if they're truly your friends, they'll still be your friends after you leave. Mm-hmm. And I found like, they weren't truly friends, but it's okay because now I'm meeting, like you said, you're you're meeting your soul family. You know, I I couldn't stay where I wasn't supposed to stay. It was, and I was, I, I one of my very good friends said to me when I just before I started my show six years ago, um, I said, you know, I'm having a channel, um, someone I trust, uh, and she channels. Um, um, her higher self or her, her, her spirit team. And he's like, I'm done with you. That's the walk oh. of the, day. yes. He's like, I'm done with you. Oh. you know, it's like, he was very religious and he's like, like that's the devil's work. And yeah. 
Well, that's why I think I was so blessed to have Father of Archbishop Flynn yes. say all this stuff to me. I did try to write a chapter where I interview rabbis and ministers and priests about intuition. Yes. Nobody would go on record because okay. it is still such a taboo. I will tell you, however, you're in good company because a Pew Research, the big group, PEW Research, they found that the fastest growing group of people are people who identify as spiritual but not religious. They've yes. turned away from traditional religion, maybe because of the sex scandals, whatever, yes. but they're still yearning for that spiritual connection. And yes. that is listening to your inner voice. Yes. So many people, many from all ages are saying, I don't want this. I, I don't have to be in a building for this, but how exactly. do I connect? This is the first year that I, as a Catholic, did not go to Easter mass. We oh, couldn't. Okay. We couldn't, couldn't do it. And now I, when my daughter was little, I'd go to mass more often, but yeah. pretty much I'm a, a Christmas and Easter person. But right. I, I've always known that I don't need the building right. um, to do it. I don't need an intermediary. As wonderful as some of our priests, rabbis, and mission, uh, ministers are, yes. even if you still go to church and you have that with them, great. Right. I applaud whatever. But we have that direct connection we and do. that there's nothing second to that, quite frankly. Exactly. It's, it's so powerful. So. I'm sorry that your friends are still trapped. A lot of the reason for a lot of that is fear. Yes. People are- And that, you know what? When he said that to me, that's exactly my question. I said, what are you afraid of? Afraid of. He never answered me, but I'm like, what are you afraid of? Because I could see it's fear. Yes. yes. And, and again, my archbishop, he spoke with love of this. I think that a lot of good people in the churches are fine people. However, I think that over the centuries, uh, churches didn't want you to have that direct connection because that was what made them them they yes. had a church that you would come to and donate to and you'd go yes. to pray through them and one thing i didn't like in the catholic church is before we would receive communion we'd say lord i am not worthy to receive you yes. but please you know receive and i remember thinking not so much <laughs> <laughs> i think i'm worthy yeah. Yes, no, no, I have to laugh because I never became Catholic, but my parents sent me to Catholic school for uh, five, uh, six years. Mm -hmm. I went to Catholic school from K, from K to fifth grade. So mm -hmm. I was in Catholic school for six years and we had religion every day in class and then had the nuns and the priests. Yeah. But exactly what you just said, when I would hear something like that at five years old, like, you know, you're making me say it and I got to say it or I'll get in trouble, but... Mm, no, <laughs> I know they love me. I know I'm worthy. And they've changed some of that language in the Catholic Church. But um, no, it's, there's enough love to go around. Right. You can still attend church if that's your choice. But exactly. don't let it stop our, we're held in the arms of this love of yes. these divine beings. Yes. It, it yes. does not have to be about religion. It transcends religion. So I'm sorry okay. you experienced that. Yeah, it's the, okay. Because I know that I couldn't stay where I, I was growing and I needed to, I needed to do what I needed to do. One, one so. of the gifted people in my book, Gabby Deeds, lives in Arkansas in the okay. Bible Belt. And she's, of course, a very gifted psychic medium. Yes. And a lot of the people that are her neighbors are all these, you know, Bible thumping folk. Yeah. Secretly, 
they'll come to Gabby to get readings. Okay. Anyone to know. Like, yeah, they'll sneak over her house. Like, anybody watching? <laughs> so cute. Yeah. Yes, 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 yes. That's cute. Yeah. But no, it's it's so totally true. I mean, the, the dogma of religion is what people, and like, as a child, it didn't resonate with me. As a child, it didn't resonate with you. And so many people, it's like, okay, I, I want that spiritual connection, but the, the dogma just doesn't resonate. I, I will tell you though, that I, I'm, I feel very fortunate to have been raised in that religion mm -hmm. because what it taught me was humility, mm. kneeling and realizing that you have this beautiful God, Jesus, whatever, Virgin Mary, you have all that. It, it, it fed my soul in a way yes that uh of that loving way i just took it a few steps further and to the right and to the left a little right. bit kind of put in the soup my own thoughts yes yes fortunately yes. archbishop flynn was wise enough to share with me yes i mean think of it being an archbishop meeting yes. the pope this man is right in the throes of being uh, he was the head of when he was a bishop he was the head of the committee to stop sex abuse against with priests yes. right Yes. So he was a very forward-thinking man, but still, he was one of them. Right. He went beyond that and just told me beautiful things that if when you if you look in my book in chapter one, just yeah, those yeah. two sentences I read, that's yeah. part of it. Yeah, he yeah. really believes very strongly what we believe. So I say that's a very brave and powerful thing. Yes. And I look heard. at people like Mother Teresa. Oh my. You know, just yes, it's just, just love. love. Yes, just love. Yes. And direct connection. So yes. anyway, that's. Um, yeah. You know, I, I'm so happy that I found you. You've been an amazing person to talk to. Oh, thank you so much. Thank I share you. so many of your thoughts and beliefs and yes. you know, the way you, Kyle being the producer, co-producer on your show. Yes. It's yep. a lovely, um, a lovely thing. And you're so blessed to have such wisdom. Yes. You no, know, not everybody has that, but I think that we all have the capacity to See, embrace Exactly. That. I, I agree. I, we all have, it's, it's that, it's just that inner connection to me. It's like I say, it's an inner knowing. It's not, it's not intellectual. I always right. say intellect comes from the brain, from, from your limited human mind is where the intellect, but your heart. And I always say my heart is wide open to infinite wisdom. So I think of intellect here, but wisdom here and wisdom is all knowing. But yeah, so please, Mary Ann, please share with our listener your website mm -hmm. and everything, how they can find you and keep in touch with you. Okay, so it's easy because it's just my website's just my name, uh, www.maryannbohr.com. It's spelled M-A-R-Y-A-N-N-B-O-H-R-E-R.com. Um, my book, The Gift Within Us, yes. um, it's just that simple white book with I a love it. It's like a gift. I mean, yes. you can thank them for that. Yes. Uh, you can find it on Amazon.com or okay. BarnesandNoble.com. Just type in the gift within us yes. or my name and it'll pop right up. I'm proud to announce since we spoke last and this book came out yes. uh, in March 2021 yes. this year, um, I got an email from Amazon and, and I was shocked. They said it was like three weeks after the book came out. They said, Marianne, your book is the number one new release on Amazon awesome. in the spiritual self-help category, which is awesome. not a small category. Category, right. It remained there for weeks. Wow. And 
I was like, really, the height of the pandemic. This comes out. Yeah, uh, I had done because, that. Now it's because people were home and they were they were craving and yearning for the information that was in your book. Yes, I was on your show. Yes, the book wasn't out yet, and I think I we told people to go to my website, and I think I had a little blurb that said, "It'll be out soon if you need to pre-order." And some people contacted me and said, "We heard you on uh, on the show, Awake to yes. Oneness." And we want your book. So I actually physically took their names and addresses down. <laughs> okay. When the book came out, I shipped it to them. Awesome. Uh, yeah, but it wasn't out at the time. So I right. became a number one new release in this. And I have I have a screenshot I'll send to you. It shows number one. I mean, I was like, yeah. what? I didn't even know they ranked them like that. But yeah, oh wow. That I'm is very perfect perfect you're it came out in perfect divine timing and it's perfectly where and nobody knew everybody was going to be locked in at home for six weeks to, to eight weeks nobody knew that but that'll now and you came out right okay you guys need to stay home and read this book that's what you need to do <laughs> people my book could have been published a year earlier 2017 maybe 2018 or no 2018 2019 but right. I, I just felt it, i just knew it wasn't the right time you have to have divine timing it is and they don't know time and we don't really have time in the other room but they right. know when the moments are right for something exactly. to happen exactly you need to be patient and and listen and understand and as you said i feel it's imminent so do many of my gifted friends yes this enormous raising of consciousness is happening as we speak it is it is and like i told you i got that message um march 20 <laughs> so it's your book and my message came at the same time march 21st 2020 and i'll never forget honestly because i have been on a high literally since mm -hmm. then i'm like i'm just it's happening yes humanity yeah. awakening the great awakening that has been talked about for centuries is mm -hmm. happening now it's a beautiful time to be alive and awake. Yes, it is. And if you're having difficulty waking up, just stretch your arms out, take a deep yes. breath, take that shower, whatever, and listen and feel the love and yes. feel the guidance that you're getting. You will feel it. Just realize you're worthy of it. Yes. Open your mind, take your humility out, your ego down a couple of pigs and listen. Yes. So we all have that. And then, you know, just talk to other people, let them know yes. that they, they have access to this um divine guidance it's right there at our fingertips exactly. so yeah. and I, I i find the best way to to share it with others is being a living demonstration mm -hmm. just demonstrate the love in every now moment and i think that that they're like hmm, interesting <laughs> you know <laughs> but right. thank you this has been so great I, and i see the sun has shifted um yeah it's beautiful you, it's like you're it's like you're it's like you're in heaven right now because you're like you got all this the rays of sun is right you know right on you it's beautiful now where are you i know you're on the east coast you're same I, I lived in new york city i grew up in upstate new york but i lived in new york city for 14 years but uh, when i was about nine my dad moved us down to pittsburgh pennsylvania where i I grew up in my teen years and I love Pittsburgh okay. uh, and I'm in, sorry, I'm in Pittsburgh, PA. We're lucky here. It's um, not the hustle and bustle of New York. It's, right. it's a beautiful place. There's grass and trees, Yes, but I'm on the East coast. I'm in East. Yes. Coast. Well, I'm in Pennsylvania. I'm, we're just, I'm in, we're in the same state. I'm on the North. I'm in the Poconos. I'm in Northeast oh, Pennsylvania. Yeah. 
So we're in the same state, yes. But I always think, because I know that you did so much in New York in your PR work, I always think of you in New York, but okay, Pittsburgh, all right, I've never been to, I've never been to the west western end of Pennsylvania, but yeah, very- it, it's beautiful, and we're blessed with so much grass and trees. When I lived in New York City, I flew back to Pittsburgh almost every Friday night oh. and back to New York almost every uh, Monday morning. Uh, wow. Back then, before 9-11, it was cheap. Yeah, you take your shoes off. You can carry full bottles of shampoo. It was so I would just get on my U.S. Airway flight and come here, here for the weekends. Okay, but um, no, I need the grass and trees. But I think yes. I needed to spend. I think Spirit wanted me to spend those years in New York City. Yes, to hone yes. my PR skills so I could help promote some of these messages. Yes, yes. No, and Spirit always leads us exactly where we need to. I like Spirit led me here 29 years ago. When Kyle was six years old, I bought my house in the Poconos. And I've always, I love the mountains. I love, I'm looking at trees across right now. There's just woods across the street from my house. There's woods in the front and in the back. And I'm just, the, the lake is four miles away. I'm yeah. just, yeah, I'm exactly where spirit wants me to it's, be. It's pretty close to heaven, trust yes. me, the nature. So get yes. out and enjoy nature and listen. Ask yes. them for some help and, yes. and just be delighted in what you get. Yes. It's it's within all of us. That, that's why it's within us. So yes. thank you so much, yes. Caroline, for having thank, me on. Like, and thank you so much for coming back. I love it. I love it. This is great. And we are going to get together. Probably now we're getting ready for winter. So after winter, in the spring, we're going to get together in the spring. Okay. I think so. I may have a press conference with a lot of the people in my book. It'd be okay. a Zoom or whatever in early 2021. I'm working Okay. On. All right. So, thank you. Yes. Definitely. We, you know we're going to stay in contact. Definitely. Oh, I guess. Yes. <laughs> All sweetie. Thank you so much. I love you so much. This is so great. And I will be in touch with you soon. So I'm going to say to everybody, because this is going to air on a Friday night. So I always say to everybody, have a wonderful weekend. Love you, sweetie. You too. Okay. Thank you. Thanks. All right. Bye-bye.